0: Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by the CSPN. Through, through some technical difficulties, we are live on a Friday evening. Well, night, my time. On my one half of your host, Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Confucius, aka I Got My W 2s today, aka Ching Ching Bling Bling, aka. You know what? I think after that, I should just shut the hell up. (laughs) I am joined by by my friend and co-host.
1: As it is I, London's mom, aka Intense Desire, aka I too got my W-2 and also filed my taxes already. So when the 29th hits, they will be processing my shit ASAP. Yes. You gotta uh, be proactive about your money, people.
0: That's correct.
1: Uncle Sam. Wait till April the
0: fifteenth to pay his ass. Yes. Um. Usually my um, like my aunt, I mean, not my aunt. My cousin is an accountant, and she mm. usually do everybody taxes and the family and shit. Um. And that usually that's why I let her do them. Or my friend Misha, she did mine for me last year. But I think this year I'm gonna try to do my own, so I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I'm gonna, uh, cause I think I think uh, I think Misha use so I think she gonna like walk me through it and shit, cause I ain't never did it myself. So, but I'm fine mine yeah. tomorrow.
1: Yeah, Mike used TurboTax. The funny thing is that my mom, um, my mom used to do taxes when I was growing up, so I learned how to do taxes from her. But there's a lot of free software out here um, that will is literally like TurboTax. I know TurboTax offers a completely free option for federal now, and it's also if any of our listeners are reading, if you don't have complicated tax situations. And you can file any of the 1040, so 1040 EZ, 1040, or 1040A. Um, you can use website like Free Tax uh, USA. It's completely free. Um, I before I was uh, before I had London and tax write-offs and a lot of complicated grown-up tax shit. Um, I used to use Free Tax USA. Never never spent a dime to. Uh, Prepare my federal taxes, and my shit go would go direct deposit in in five to ten business days, and ten business days was the long end of it. I typically would get my shit back in five to ten five business days. They up you know, uh, they update the software every every tax season. when so all the new credits, anything of that nature is all there. If you do if you input something wrong, the shit gonna give you a big whoa there. That don't seem right, honey. Hold on there. <laughs> Let's go back and look at that. Like so Yeah, so again it's called Free Tax USA. TurboTax offers a free option as well for filing federal. Um most state tax um you can file for free through your uh through the state uh state tax websites or whatever. Like they have it set up where you can file your taxes directly through them for free. So keep that in mind. You ain't gotta spend a dime to go through H and R Block and uh, that other one that they do at Walmart. Um, get every dime that's yours this tax season.
0: Yes, get all of the money. Secure the bag. You already paid for the bag, so go ahead and secure it. Correct. Um, and speaking of uh, speaking of securing the bag, let me hear our pay bills right quick before we get into the show. Um, as I said, you you are listening to a CSPN production. We are part of the uh, coast of the podcast network, the CSPN. You can go to our website, cspn.us, and click that podcast tab, and click Ratchet Ramblings, and listen to all of our episodes thus far. And if you like what we had to say, talking about these reality TV shows, um share the show, like the show, um, leave us uh, comments on the website, on the episodes, and because um, I do go and check those periodically. And if you like us, um, leave us a review. Um, however you listen to your podcast or your podcast uh, listening devices, um, you know, rate us, leave reviews. Um, hopefully no one star wolves. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just uh, and interact with the show page, the, the show page at, and the link is always in the show notes. Um, and if you like, yes, and hey, London, hey, London. hey, hey. Say <laughs> And uh, and if you enjoy this podcast and you enjoy London's uh, adorable baby coos and you can get through me, sound like uh pan of oil. Uh, you can help us out by clicking that keep our podcast free tab on the right hand, um, page the right side of the page on our website and shout out with all of our many sponsors. It's no extra cost to you. All it does is help um our boss man and CEO classic keep the lights on and keep all these podcasts free. Um. And we got something for everybody. It seems like every day it, uh, there's a new podcast added to the net to the podcast network. So, really proud of Classic uh, for what he's been doing over these years, helping this podcast network grow. And I feel honored to be a part of that. Uh, starting with uh, Crown of Collars, I think at this point, I think with me and Dan, we're the longest tenured show on the uh, on Coast to right now. Um, and I'm a part. I'm honored that we could help the network grow and continue to out content that people love and enjoy and like to listen to and i'm thankful that uh i'm doing that now with another one of my friends and candace uh and so it's really dope and like i said there's no extra cost to you just help us keep the lights on shit in here and help us grow and uh keep giving y'all great content as a podcast network
1: um yeah
0: all all right and with that said speaking of this content Let's get into it. Um, uh, this was um, this was a decent weekend ride on the TV. Uh, this was, this
1: was, this was, this yeah, I can't <laughs> say that I'm disappointed. Um, so the one thing that I'm very glad they did was gave us a break from Love and Hip Hop New York. Uh, listen,
0: listen, uh, I'm tell you something. Like,
1: right, tell them, pool. <laughs> yeah, need a break. Yeah, <laughs> you give mommy a kiss. Thank you. But uh, so, having two Love and Hip Hop song in the same day is kind of overwhelming, honestly. Because one, it ties up your night. Because normally we used to watch and Love and Hip Hop at uh, 6 Mountain Time, 8 Eastern Time. And then we could go ahead and clock out. Uh, being stuck with it till 10, 8, 10 PM Eastern Time, like people don't got to go to bed and shit, it's a lot. Yeah. It's it a, bit, a bit tiresome, you know? So uh i was glad about that and um so let's jump into miami um i want to go ahead and get shay johnson out the way bucky shay i wanted to suck the smegma off flavor Flay, dick johnson uh i got aka i got broke up with on oh, love and hip-hop reunion and had to watch my ex proposed to his baby mama while I was backstage. Child, girl.
0: AKA, A.K.A. my wigs are offensive as fuck.
1: A.K.A. her wig is need to come off. Her wig is <laughs> come off.
0: Her wig do need to come off. Her, need, her, her wig, wig needs to come off. Her, her wig need to come off. It need to die. It need to be thrown away. It need to be discarded. It needs to be classified as a as a threat to humanity because her wigs are fucking
1: awful. You know what's so crazy to me is that it's been a long, like the wigs, bad wigs on Love Hip Hop franchise is not a new thing.
0: It's a staple. But
1: her wigs literally look like hair hats. Like they literally look like you could go buy them out the same place where you buy a fitted hat for your boyfriend. Right. Like Shay's I wigs. feel like the only thing missing from Shay's wigs be a brim.
0: Oh, all right. All right. Shays, okay. with, Shay's wigs definitely look like they come from a health store that also parts times as a check-cashing place and a liquor
1: store. It do. It do. That is a perfect description. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know what you be doing with some shit. She definitely looked like she cashed her check, sell food stamps, and buy her wigs in the same store.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: yep. And it's disappointing. This, that's not a compliment, Shay.
0: Right, that is that is not a feat. That is defeat. Yo, know, that's what your wig look like. Defeat.
1: And you disappoint. Like all of all of these, you defeat, deception, dismay, right. discord, discourse, despair, despair,
0: disparaging. Just all all the negative D words. That is what your wig is, Shay. That shit is
1: awful. That Even shit is horrendous, child. What is what is? How can Help us help you.
0: But she, she don't want no damn help. That's the problem.
1: What's up with that wig, girl? Honey. It's
0: like
1: baby. It's,
0: just, it's just awful. You know what it is like somebody. It's like her wig is like somebody rolled up some 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 leaves into like a, a Dollar Tree bag. Like you know those dollar, those dollar trash bags that you get from Dollar Tree or Dollar General? Like somebody just raked up their yard and put some leaves in the bag like that, them little cheap one dollar bags, and it would be Shay's wig.
1: It's like I can't even believe. Like, what you got going on, baby?
0: Right, you know that. We could do a whole ass show on just her wig alone if we on want. On them wigs, because that shit is awful. It is, wigs. It, is it is bad. It is bad. You Shay's wigs are the embodiment of a track that Mary J. Blige started, but halfway through said fuck it, and then just threw it away. Yeah. It's just, oh, um, it's awful. But, but <laughs> we don't spend like ten minutes just talking about who on we- that
1: wig. Like, wow, <laughs> this, the, the one, the one from the party, the blonde one that looked like she had put a honey bun on top of her head and shit. <laughs> and I don't mean no disrespect to honey buns, but the shit looked like a cinnamon roll was just on top of her fucking head.
0: So she she had academics on her head.
1: Pretty much, she had a startled honey bun on her head. Yeah. True, she did.
0: Um, so and I guess we could talk about what actually happened on the episode with her. we'll probably still circle around to that wig again, but uh, I'm
1: never forgetting that wig.
0: I, never, never. The North remembers that. Wig. Yo, yo, her hair, her hair looked like a White Walker's hair, like Just, the white, like the White Walk. Hear me too far? Okay, cool, cool.
1: No, Bye you bad. ain't lie. That's the one thing I want to tell you about <laughs> is that you did not lie. However.
0: <laughs> Too soon, yes. okay,
1: okay, um, but has a lot to be desired, even though her behavior, first of all, let me say something. I may have underestimated or I may have been a bit harsh on baby blue because I wouldn't apologize to that bitch for nothing.
0: yeah I, he, 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 he
1: he is a good person, and I did not think he was because
0: well, first of all, he don't look like a good person. That's number
1: one. He he looked like a neck bone, but that is beside the point.
0: (laughs) He definitely looked like he'll steal your plate at Thanksgiving.
1: He definitely looks like he steals, period. Yeah. Like he just be stealing.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you know what? As a matter of fact, yes, he looked like that one stealing-ass cousin in the family that don't nobody leave their purse or they wallet around.
1: That is him. That is Baby Blue. Yes. And what is so awkward about it is like he really was like i apologize you know for jumping off at you and and she like i guess i forgive you bitch you came to these folks show and showed your natural born ass
0: and them unnatural ass wigs
1: and in them thank you in them unnatural synthetic ass wigs and had the audacity to act like you was above accepting an apology that you didn't deserve
0: when I was live watching it, I was like, I was like, well, damn, baby blue, that was that, you know, you, 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 you a better person than I, than I gave you credit for, and I'm like, so Shay, you not going so you just, I, I was waiting on, I was like, so Shay, you just going you not gonna even apologize, like you,
1: you just gonna be a dickhead, you're not gonna even attempt to apologize, nothing,
0: right, you not, you're not zero? even gonna, right, like, zero, right, like you're not even gonna attempt to like. Even admit that your behavior was also fucked up. Like you not after you just told Pleasure P that you was like. So you just
1: mm, mm, mm. she um. So she's my least favorite character on Miami, and that's yeah. a that's a strong feat considering young young Snollywood. But she is the most entitled. No career having half I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah, I think my she she's at least in my top three. Least like this, it's her, Trick Daddy, and Young Snobby Wood, as you said. It's them three. Maybe depending on the week and what they do in the episode, it might be changed around for like one to two weeks, rotating, but they definitely hold my top three. Least like they they hold that down for
1: me. Yeah, no, seriously, something, something about Shay just really rubs me the wrong way non stop.
0: Right. I still can't believe she used Lil Scrappy as a measurement of honor at having her back. Like I know we talked about that last week, but it still just blows my mind. She was like, Scrappy had my back more than you do. And I'm like, uh, we talking about the same little scrappy.
1: Uh, yeah, I was like, um
0: But you know what? <laughs> Baby Blue, he tried. When when Pleasure P X showed up, he tried. He was like, he was like, AOB, he tried. He, he was trying to stall like a
1: motherfucker. <laughs> he, he, he just couldn't do it.
0: He couldn't do it. I give him A for, a for a, but He tried. i was like, ah, damn, man, blue. You, you 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 growing on me. You you tried. You you bless your heart. He was like, I don't know what P is. <laughs> Shay was like, what P? He was like, oh, he stepped outside. I don't know. He was like, hey, Shay, try this, some of this food. It's yeah. delicious.
1: <laughs> yeah, she. One thing I can say, the bitch got sniper aim with the uh ice cream cone
0: listen let me tell you something she is about if not the best or at least top five that we have seen far as throwing things in the history of rea- love and hip-hop franchise she she at least she she up there if not the best with aim because she hit her point blank accuracy like accuracy. sniper accuracy like I felt that shit and I was watching from the and from the, my home in, in 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 Georgia. I was like, oh, like, I, I felt that and that stink th- that stung me.
1: Yeah, I was like, uh, okay.
0: So it's like you how you how your th- your throwing accuracy but your wig picking accuracy is off. Like how that work?
1: Yeah, like how you know about everything but how to pick a fucking wig.
0: Right. How you know about the aerodynamics of throwing shit. But don't know the the symmetrics of a good wig. How does that work, Shay? How?
1: How? One Tell
0: plus how. two. One plus two is equal how Hachu right now.
1: Yeah, she I. Mm, mm.
0: What do you think of the ex just showing up
1: though? Uh baby blue wasn't honest with her, so that's on him. Because she thinking she just popping up on a single man. You mean Pleasure P. Yeah. Well, yeah, she just yeah. That's on pleasure P. Yeah, cause she just thinks she popping up on her single ex, who yeah. was just talking about rekindling shit. Now yeah. he talking about you should have told me you was coming. What for? I should have told you.
0: Right. I don't know. Hey, that nigga. Hey, pleasure P was like he was like he was like I don't do surprises. No, before we even get to that, before back up before the end, like when he had that conversation with Shay and Shay was like. This the other thing, like she apologized to him and was like, "I was wrong, and let's try to work this out or whatever." And this nigga said, "Well, hold up, now nah, nobody's perfect." She was like, "What that mean?" <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I ain't gonna lie, I felt a little bit a thing for Shay, a, a, a smidgen of of humanity for Shay did because I because she did. Cause I, cause she and was like, you know what? I'm here for you. I'm gonna try to make this work. I'm gonna try to make amends. And this nigga pleasure piece said, "Well,
1: nobody's perfect." She turned out, she was like, uh-huh. What that mean? <laughs> that was her signal then, but she too pressed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Cause that's, yeah. Cause I never heard nobody use the, the line or the saying, nobody's perfect, and it wasn't because they just did some complete fuck shit.
0: Right. Nobody's like, that's
1: perfect. The fuck shit, back signal.
0: Right. Nobody's perfect is definitely the line of a nigga that's doing some shit he ain't supposed to be doing. Mm hmm. Because you know what? You know what? soon as he said that, remember when. Um, Ironically, it was a little Scrappy. Remember when fucking Kurt had said that shit to Scrappy and Scrappy was looking at him like, nigga? Yeah. When when Kurt was talking about when they nobody's perfect and they crucified Jesus Christ. And Scrappy was looking at him like, boy.
1: If you don't sit your goddamn pistol grip chin ass down somewhere, telling that right. whole monkey ass lie. Right. Perfect.
0: That's what it reminded me of where pleasure said that the shame He was like, Nobody's perfect. And he was like you know, he was like, everybody make mistakes. That You right, that should have been her signal, but she just too damn mm. Mm.
1: The red flag
0: right there. Like, hold on now.
1: I was like, oh, this is a lot. Right. And that girl, that poor girl, like, how do you this is what I understand, like, like, why be a whole ass nigga about it? Why not be honest with that girl? Because you didn't let this girl walk unknowingly into some bullshit. Right. You don't know shit about a shea. Right. And you ain't said shit about a shea. Now right. you even got this girl hit with a cone full of soft serve.
0: Right. At point blank. Yes. At point blank range.
1: She it went right in her temple. That shit said doom. Right. I was like, hey.
0: It was like she had a red beam on the shit when she threw it and it hit her. And hit she definitely
1: had the scope on it. Right.
0: Right. It was yeah. it was it was
1: it was
0: it was, it was it was Steve Nash from the free throw line accurate.
1: Yeah. It was definitely uh like Horace Grant precision.
0: Yes.
1: Like, like oh,
0: Oh. Like, oh, God, I feel bad. I was like, "Ooh, ooh. oh no, baby, what you doing?" Ooh. Mm.
1: Mm. hey,
0: thanks. Oh. Well. But, uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, I think that's it with
1: that. We gonna circle back to how terrible shade wigs. Oh, we, uh, we going we on it all season. As long as she honestly, on her TV screen with them with them wigs, looking like uh, looking like hell. We on her neck about it, like right. a good wig should be, but it ain't. Right.
0: <laughs> Correct. So, uh, so that happened, and then, do you want to say the Malik shit for last, or do you want to get into the thing with Amara and Young Snobby Wood?
1: Uh, we could get, we could go to Amara, Veronica, and Young.
0: <laughs> young throw Up.
1: Yeah, Young Barfoot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so listen, here's the thing: if we are going to build a friendship, one thing I don't need you to do is anchor apologies toward me to your pussy. <laughs> um, let's let's get that out the way about Veronica. Yeah. Uh, an apology for your friend should not have been contingent on you going on a date with somebody like Young Hollywood. That's first and foremost, and you were being trifling about that because you yeah. should have been like, "No, I'm not going to. I'm not going on a date with you to get you to apologize for something you were clearly wrong about."
0: Right? If you was you can apologize. either apologize. Oh, go ahead.
1: My yeah. Bad. No, you can either apologize or not but that has no bearing on me going on a date with you. If she wanted to go on a date with young Hollywood, she should have just went on a date with him. But the whole well if you apologize to her, then I'll go on a date with you. You corny, he corny, y'all corny. Y'all deserve each other.
0: Yeah. Um and I looked at it cuz I had to rewatch it to catch uh to refresh my memory and I watched the um scenes where they like the cast is watching as we watch, and like in between scenes, or they'll pause for the action. Then the, the cast members will have commentary. And Veronica said she should have never done it. Um, like that doesn't absol- Like I said, that doesn't absolve uh, her from being corny in this situation. Um, but she said she shouldn't have done it, and she should have seen that young Hollywood uh, wasn't sincere in trying to apologize, and she should have never. Got herself in that situation again. Not uh, absolving it, and uh, I completely agree. She's throwing it like can said, but just throwing that little extra. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, extra content to the to the listeners and stuff. Cause some, cause everybody might not have seen it.
1: I got you. I see what you're saying. I uh... also also in that, that
0: young Hollywood definitely doubled and tripled down, and he he did the shit that James all does on Love and Hip Out New York, and talking to third third person and refer refer to himself as like big. Big poppy 4 or for for some some lame shit, but he 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 is who we think he is. He is an asshole. He is lame, and ironically, he is ignorant and racist towards his own. So, but continue, Candace. I just you know just don't add in there for the listeners.
1: But no, no, I think I I think that's a very poignant uh, thought. Is that you no know, like people like him don't do things out of kindness, and we need to stop acting like. One, he was never sincere about the apology. And then he made a comment like, I don't have to apologize to get pussy. Well, that's exactly what you did, sir. That's yeah, exactly so what, what is you true? You negotiated a date with a woman who technically wouldn't have looked at you twice by saying, okay, I'll apologize to your friend if you go have drinks with me. You corny.
0: Right. You that's are very I
1: mean. corny. Correct. And And so get to our girl Amara. And we love Amara here on the show. Let's get that out the way. She just seems like a really sweet soul, but she also is really um kind of naive and and so I think um her reaction uh her cutting Young Hollywood off at the balls was perfect. Like, no, nigga, don't try to apologize to me cuz he they more than likely had each other's numbers. So if he wanted to apologize to Amara, he could have reached out to her privately and apologized to her. That's first and foremost. I just And two, um Amara is upset that Veronica is still gonna see young Hollywood. And if you see him again, if y'all hang out, if y'all do this, then the third, you not my friend. I don't have, I, I get it. I get it. But one, they don't seem to be long time friends for her to be putting those type of uh, demands on another woman's vagina. And two, um, it shouldn't come to that. If you, if somebody that you're trying to build a friendship with is comfortable building a friendship, or a relationship of any sort with somebody like young Hollywood who thinks like young Hollywood, who behaves like young Hollywood, you don't have to snap. You don't have to go off, take the lesson, pack it away in your pocket and pay, pay her in dust. I would, I would pay Veronica in dust because Veronica and young Hollywood are two peas in a pod because Veronica, one of the, before I knew who she was, I remember seeing her video come across my timeline on Twitter and all I could think about is this non black woman love saying nigga. Yeah. Nigger, nigga, nigga this, nigga that, nigga this, niggas that, niggas ain't shit, niggas this. Like it I was like, Whoa. Yeah. So Uh-oh. I'm initially, not shocked that she's not going to bat for a like she should.
0: Yeah. Initially, because um, we, you know, we have a chat, me, Candice, Curtis, and Tay, and we talk about the show and stuff. And initially I was my initial reaction was I, I felt like Amara should put hands and feet on Veronica, but in watching it again and kind of reeling back and seeing it, I, I I take that back. I think she should be wary of Veronica because Veronica has already shown her hand, and I agree with Candace. You know, I retracted it. I agree with Candace. like, it, you don't... I, I understand why Amara turned up, um, and I, I do feel she had the right to, but I feel like with some people, like you said pay her in dust, and, like, you like, oh, so you tr- so you were in cahoots with the motherfucker that disrespected me, and you was all rah-rah and girl power, but the fact that you even took this offer, oh, okay, I see how you get down. So, you know what? Let me just remove myself. You know yeah. what I mean? Let me just remove myself. Not, let me not stoop to his or your level, and let me just remove myself. And, you know, and sometimes I, like, I get it. You know, we get it. Sometimes, in the moment, you're not thinking like that. Sometimes you in your anger, you know, e- it justified even. You might not think like that, but, you know, in that situation, I I, I think it would have been a lot better if she was just like, oh, I see you for the kind of conniving, snaky bitch that you are. Let me just, you know what, you know, it's cool. Y'all have y'all evening or whatever. You know, thank you for coming out or whatever. And let me just remove myself because y'all moving funny in the light and I just can't rock with that kind of shit.
1: Yep. That's, that's all it would have been for me. It's yeah, okay, yeah. I don't like the way you are moving. And yeah. let me call it a day. And I even said like I said yesterday on Twitter, like like you don't have to fight and have a drag out for everything. Just once you know where you stand with somebody and it's not in a in a place that you're comfortable with, just go on about your business. Yeah. That's
0: it. Yeah. And that's a lesson that I'm having to learn myself. Because like I've been where Amara was and it's like Oh, you motherfuckers, moving shade, shaded. Like, let me tell you, motherfuckers. And like, some sometimes that's wanted, and sometimes you do need to let a motherfucker know how you got, how they got you fucked up. Other times, sometimes the silent. Oh, I see how you move. Let me just quietly remove myself. Sometimes that's the better approach. And I feel like in that situation, the quiet approach might have been the better approach. Um, because when you when you stoop to the level of a fool, you only make a fool out of yourself. Because you can't shame the shameless, and obviously. Hollywood, nor Veronica has any type of shame about them at all for how they move like weirdos and they corny as fuck.
1: Yeah, they are very corny.
0: Right, like, like you said, they two peas in a pod, and they deserve each other.
1: They do. So it was, it, that was what I had for yeah. that. Did anything else happen on Miami? We're talking about.
0: Um, not that I can think of. I think the only other thing was Malik and um. Oh, it, you know what? Just a sweet mention, get Prince the fuck off my T V screen. He might be lame well, he he might be lamer than 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 fucking Hollywood. Maybe. I think Hollywood with the schism put him over. But Prince, because I don't care about Prince in this damn storyline and like first of all, Prince talked like his balls ain't dropped. So it's really hard. Oh to-
1: yeah, I almost I had to really think hard about who that was. You had a dude that <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a damn shame.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, any, everything everything revolving around Prince storyline, even that white girl that's a DJ who looked 57. Get them the fuck off of here. Please.
0: Right. Like
1: child like, Prince Prince about 19 arguing with a woman that's about 119.
0: Right. Like we like what like and like first of all, I can't take his player I'm the prince, what the prince, the squire, what the fuck ever. Miami, mean, seriously, and this motherfucker sound like if the delivered nigga was actually a straight. I, I can't take that shit seriously. No, I... I like I can't take him seriously. and Like I say, I don't I don't care that he mistreating his girl or whatever because it seemed like she fed up and about to leave the nigga. And if you leaving the nigga, and if you about to leave the nigga or leaving the nigga that's mistreating you or talking to you in any old kind of way, then. What else can I say? Shit, fuck that nigga.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this whole storyline is uninteresting to me.
0: All right. I uh, wish
1: it weren't, but it's kind of like I don't really care about two two dumbass club promoters. Pretty much. Like I want to care, but I just don't have it in me to care for real. It's just kind of like, uh, what is this? Y'all just start right. letting anybody you know. Y'all was like, fuck it, and, and you get a spot, and you get a spot, and everybody get a spot. Like, right. No, thank you, thank you, but no, thank you. Have a good day, thank right.
0: you. So, so you you missed the mark on that one, Mona, because we don't care.
1: Real, real bad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, so it's that, and then Jojo. Jojo, is this
1: the gay? Is this the two gay guys?
0: No, Jojo is the um the one that's the fashion designer.
1: Oh, her parents. Yeah. Listen, her daddy act just like one of them cartel ass niggas. Right. I I spend a million dollars so I don't have to give you another dime of my monies. Like what? And the reason they divorced is because she don't want to move back to Mexico. What? Right. All of that. (laughs) my nigga all of that because your wife doesn't want to keep moving back and forth between mexico and miami right just right. The, the flight alone sound annoying constantly having to go from miami to mexico your daughter is right, living right. in miami but I, you want me to be in mexico so should something happen to my child i can't even i got go across customs to get to her you sound fucking dumb i'm sorry i i mean no harm but no
0: I mean you didn't wrong. First of all, he, he definitely sound like the drug cartels that Lily allegedly said killed her daddy.
1: He definitely uh got a storyline coming in Narcos.
0: Definitely. Definitely. So that was yeah, that's the uh that's the only other thing that happened um uh, before we get to Malik and um uh, Bobby Light's uh dude. I forget his name, but I remember Malik.
1: First of all, something about how emotional he got scared me. Like
0: who's talking about Malik? Yes, yeah, that, that like
1: was... he really lost his whole cool in the middle of a club or a restaurant or some shit, like crying crocodile boohoo tears, yeah,
0: that was I was
1: like yeah yeah, this is a lot,
0: yeah i yeah i, I agree that was Whew. that was that that was a lot that was a lot. And... Club, full of strangers like that was yeah, uh, but I listen, and I mean no harm by this. I don't. Um, I who 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 thought Malik was completely heterosexual. You know what I mean? Like at, at the very least, at, at least by at least. Like you know, I just I and like I get it. Like society pressure. You know, we definitely listen. I know we at this podcast know full damn well how trash. Straight people, cishead people are in the society. And, and it ain't like, damn, near every week, <laughs> every week, straight people go out their way to make themselves look like the asshole that they are. So, trust me, we know. I, and I know that um, a lot of uh, LGBT people sometimes have to navigate and not be themselves just to survive because, again, straight people, cishead people, we are trash. Uh, but I just, I just, when I saw Malik, I, I just didn't get. Heterosexual for him, I, I I thought maybe at least by, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I... so I I do want to because I don't you know I'm not trying to make light of that and I do understand. So peace to him for being himself, you know. I just didn't pick up like who who who's thinking that he was completely straight. Like like I said, at least by at least if not you know full gay. But you know that that was just me.
1: No, yeah, you were right. I think that's all I got for Miami. I don't have nothing else for Miami. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's go to let's go to, let's get black ink out the way because it was like kinda interesting, but not mm, so.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but before we do, before we do, uh tying it back to Malik real quick and then we'll wrap up and go to Miami. Uh Bobby likes when he find out his dude and Malik talking, he is going to fucking flip. Yeah. He is going, he is going he already a lot. He is gonna go full Tasmanian devil. And that shit is going to be, I, he he annoying, but when he finds that out, he is going to give us the Yeah,
1: he for sure is.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that was it for Miami this week. So yeah, let's like I said, let's get Black Ink out of the way.
1: <laughs> you
0: know where you want to start? Because well, I know where I want to
1: start. <laughs> <laughs> my, my hey, my daughter is bad as shit. <laughs> And she got this walker thing, and instead of like pushing it while she walking, she crawled through it and like it'd be stuck on her back. And be...
0: Big Mama, too, like you.
1: one of them stand to push walkers or whatever. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> she... it'd be on her back like a turtle shell,
0: <laughs> like Master Roshi from Dragon
1: Ball Z. Yes. Oh, like... <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, so, Black Ink, um, I'm very annoyed with myself that the Vagina Slayer is starting to, uh, wear wear on me, like, in a good way, like, he seems (laughs) he, his real name is Alex. I shall henceforth refer to him as Alex because it's hard to like him with a name like the Vagina Slayer. (laughs)
0: Right. Well, he can't even say But,
1: as we keep, as I keep seeing the Vagina Slayer, he seems like a good kid. He, um, is a good father um and i am uh i do believe that the police target him i do believe that his father is probably a well-known uh drug dealer gangster whatever the case may be because he won't even say his name yeah um so and he kind of he wouldn't say his name and um there is no reason in hell you should have warrants for two parking tickets like they really hauled this man off the jail for parking tickets
0: yeah, I'm paying for
1: Um, But I will say that it took for C's and Duchess to break up for C's to start being a decent person again.
0: You know, like,
1: like either you are that weak of a man that you let a woman you know make you you, you, you got with a woman and started acting like a complete shithead, or Duchess was just that toxic. Because I will honestly say that um cs has not been annoying me this season really aside from being too lazy to hire a shop manager
0: yeah I yeah you know business wise he still annoys me with some of the things he does but as like that aside like his personal shit I'm not annoyed with cs and he's actually being a, a a halfway decent human being and it's confusing the fuck out of me honestly
1: he went up to new york to to get alex out of jail right and, the, um then we we're seeing that- him Okay. Huh. When well, he was in no, that, so then we see him interacting with his daughter, right? Um Who's being bullied in school because she's a little on the chunky side, cute girl nonetheless. Yeah. But it's really weird because for so many seasons, like I've really had no type of anything for Caesar aside for it's his shop. But other than that, he's annoying me. He's not really annoying me this season.
0: Right, he actually gave Alex some good advice, and I was like, "Who are you, and what have you done with Caesar?"
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly how I feel about it. I, I'm I'm becoming a fan of Alex on the show, and I'm kind of glad that C's, uh brought him back when Mel fired him. Yeah,
0: and it um, seemed like Caesar's kind of taking him under his wing and shit.
1: Uh oh, didn't we say that? Uh, didn't we talk about in the chat about the show that? Um, judging by Mel's Instagram, she's opened up her own shop.
0: Yeah, we and we talked about it in the chat and then we talked about it last week because I told you um our girl, oh, yeah. she uh told us about it.
1: Yeah, so Mel not coming back. Yeah and them them reality TV checks wasn't even worth the headache. I feel you, girl.
0: Right, I feel listen, listen, you got a whole ass new shop and you got the coin that you don't need these checks and you ain't got to deal with uh Donna ass who I still I still feel like you should put hands and feet on for that for that uh, fuck shit that she did. I, I feel you. I feel you. you was like it ain't even worth the headache. Come back to the shop with this bitch who teeth uh, always fighting each other. I feel you. Uh,
1: I uh, since we here, uh, can somebody take the trash out? I mean, can somebody get her of Donna? <laughs> <laughs> because I know the shop got to stink because she is so fucking <laughs> trash all of the time. <laughs>
0: And built like a bag of trash too.
1: Yeah, hefty, hefty, hefty. Like all right,
0: all right, all right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so first, what kind of life is you motherfuckers living over there in New York on Black Ink, where you are agreeing to be roommates with somebody that you've only known for a a couple weeks? Like the secret, the the shop uh, receptionist, receptionist. That's what I was looking for. The shop receptionist. Ask Donna if she wanted to move in with her because her roommate is moving to some other place and move is moving out on her. Um, bitch, did you not just see Donna on Help Me Howard and how she trashed the room in that woman's apartment and wasn't paying the rent and all kind of shit? Like, like I'm not even trying to be funny. Even if the rent part was a lie, the room part it was true. She trashed that lady's house.
0: Right, like and she had had a dog. That. Like,
1: how you homeless with a dog? Right,
0: a ho- right, right. So like, listen, listen. There is no way in hell. None. That you owned a whole ass nude. None. For not paying rent. And even if that was a lie, like you said, she admitted to trashing the room. Just in in the act of cleanliness and and the integrity of your own home, why in the fuck would you even risk having her as a
1: roommate? Why? What? Yeah. And no sooner is she moving in with this girl to her goddamn dog pee on the girl floor.
0: Listen, let me tell y'all something. So, and she
1: laughed about it.
0: Listen, let me tell y'all something. So, I didn't catch the live watching of Black King Chicago. I had to catch up yesterday, and I was texting Candace and, like, oh, uh, I was texting Candace, like, so what? what's I, whatever the receptionist's name is? I not forgot.
1: I don't even uh, know her name.
0: Yeah, I don't. I was like, so she really just gonna invite Donna with her. She was just on the whole ass news for not paying rent. And Candace told me, and then the dog peed on on the floor. And and Candace and I told Candace I hadn't got to that part just yet. And no sooner did Candace text me back, that's when the, my I was, uh, my feet caught up, and I and the dog peed on the floor. And listen, let me tell you something. When I tell you, I was fucking screaming. I was in here on the floor laughing. I was like, this this bitch don't brought a dog, and the dog don't peed on the damn floor. And she's laughing about it. She's like, It's no big deal. Um, excuse you, <laughs> but you
1: gotta go.
0: <laughs> you got to get out of my house. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. You and the damn dog. It's a damn shame what they did to that dog. And it's a damn shame you ain't gonna have no place to think you got to get the fuck up out of here. I was like,
1: Uh, what? The shit was really, I was like, yeah, you you and that dog would have had to get, it would have been a grand opening, grand closing, and this motherfucker. Right,
0: it would have, listen, it was, it would have been a dog-eat-dog world, because your ass would have been, through.
1: You and little sweet and sour chicken would have had to get the fuck about my house. <laughs> y'all,
0: listen, y'all, you, you call Tyrone, call somebody.
1: Because, uh-uh. Um, oh, Walt in his cheesy-ass poem.
0: Listen, okay, so, Walt is annoying me, because like, I get it, I will because I get it. You're attracted to the receptionist. I get it, I understand. But my nigga, act like you don't have some pussy before. Me. Please, like, you you are doing you you act you know you are acting like Junior from Black in Chicago. Yes, you are acting like a nigga that is not used to pussy because you are reaching hard as shit. You take her to a damn open poetry jam, and it was clear that she wasn't feeling it. Then you give say this poem. Basically, saying you want to fuck, nigga, you ain't got to have a poem to say you want to fuck. Like, what?
1: What? Yeah, it was weird. It was, and it wasn't even a good poem. She was just mad cheesy. Like, roses are red, violets are blue, you is chocolate. Let me put my dick in you. Like, what? Le- the legitness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Sounded laughs> like a, What
1: the fuck do you got going on here? Like,
0: like what is this? It sounded, you know what it was? It sounded like some shit that Wale would write when he first came out and think that it was deep.
1: Yeah, definitely does. Like, whoa, I was just like, okay, all right, all right, okay. No. So, oh, <laughs> I was just like, one, you about 57. <laughs> hey, what old is shit? If you can't give us a better haiku than that, I don't know what the fuck to tell you.
0: <laughs> Yo, why... why? <laughs> Why wow, do look like do look like the slave the slave shop Negro he do he do he do look he do look like he should be in life.
1: <laughs> this is white's only pie face.
0: <laughs> Yo. He he do look like 12 years a tattoo artist. He do. He do. <laughs> Walter, he do look older. shit. God damn. Yep.
1: Yeah. 12 <laughs> years unemployed.
0: Yeah, um, and that is actual and factual. And you know what? And listen. You have said this. Curtis has said this. We still don't know what the fuck Walt do.
1: We, listen. We don't know what Walt do at that damn shop. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the Tommy of black ink. He really he ain't got no know. damn job, Tommy. Yo, we don't know
0: what the fuck he do. Oh shit, we really don't know what the hell that nigga do though. He just, he, he just like Curtis said, he just dare to keep shit going. Like Curtis and Lexus said, he just dare to keep shit going. He just, a, he just a messy ass shop nigga. <laughs>
1: We're
0: here over that. <laughs> he he showing sure look like he don't been here before.
1: He damn sure look like he on AARP.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Um. Okay. So, we feel very strongly about abusers and domestic violence here at Ratchet Ramblings. Right. We don't play that shit. We don't condone that shit. Um, we will stop fucking with you behind that shit. Uh, however, um, can we finally get to verifying if young? Can we finally verify that Young Bay Mama is alive or not? Because, listen, it's been a while. It's been a whole while. Yeah. I mean,
0: the thing is, it's not, I and we're talking about this pregame before we start recording. It's not that we don't care. Um, and it's not that it's not a serious thing, because it is. It's just the way that Big Fish and the show are handling it is very strange. Because it seems like they've taken something that's very serious and turned it into a shit show. And it's disappointing because we know that they have the ability not to do that um, with the way, like we've talked about before, like the way they handle um, uh, LGBTQ people on the show. Like um, gay people and trans people. and by, Like they, they have the oh, yeah. they have the ability to handle things with a level of difference and severity and sincerity, but it just seems like with this, they're making it as like like a field trip almost. Like from the previous, like Sky is gonna go with her to some of the shop is gonna go with her to Korea to see about her mom. Like you gonna take fucking Sky with you on a goddamn trip to check on your mama to it's potentially at the hands of your daddy be the may, worst case scenario, may not be alive because he is an abuser. Like, what? Huh?
1: Yes, it's, um, Yeah. I don't so, feel like being handled, like you said, it's not being handled with a level of seriousness that you should handle domestic violence situations if you're gonna discuss them. Like, yeah. if, you're not, if you're not willing to go and say, hey, uh, my mom could possibly be in danger at the hands of my father, I have to go see what the fuck is going on and make sure my mom is safe and okay or whatever. Like, normally, you know, when they talk about domestic violence on shows, how they put up the, uh, they put up the little, the little PSA when they go to commercial, if you or anyone you know, Yeah. It's, it's, it's like they that. do shit. They was like, we about to throw a party. Now we about to go to South Korea. Hey, like, what? I be
0: like, being loud and shit as usual. Like, what?
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was a bit much. <laughs> it was a bit much. I was much. Like it was too much. It was too much. <laughs> No, it's fun, no, yeah, I check she shaking her head, no, she's not funny, All
0: right, no, upset the baby,
1: don't upset yeah, London. No, upset London. she's shaking her head, no, then no, y'all playing right, looking at them with disdain disdain and disgust <laughs> but but that that is an amazing segue into Sky hiring this new shop manager who got beat the fuck up,
0: ooh, listen, let me take you some young babe. Why you
1: beat up your first day at work, God damn.
0: Young Bay snatched her ass quick.
1: Yeah, she wasn't in the mood for none of that.
0: She was not. She was not the one. Order two. She snatched her ass quick, fast, right, hurry, hurry. Ah.
1: And speed, she whooped that ass.
0: Yeah, listen. And one fell swoop, Young Bay didn't even look damaged. She just, yeah. Hey, you know, like you, it's a fight game. Like Street Fighter, like you whoop somebody's ass and you have a Young fl- Bay
1: had all her power.
0: She had she lose not one goddamn hit point, not
1: one.
0: Not one. It. I was like, oh shit! And like, it happened so fast because like they cut to they panned out and it's like the girl was finna go to the to to the other side of the shop. Donna moved out the way and young she jumped around and young baby just was like, wow! It just snatched her ass. I was
1: like, oh shit! Yeah, I was like, holy, holy
0: moly. Right, and I ain't talking about just throwing like I'm talking about throwing blows. Just not well and throwing blows. To her dome.
1: Yeah, she got her the fuck out of here.
0: Right. And you know what? I, I, I don't blame Young baby I don't.
1: Yeah, get your ass up out of my face talking to me crazy.
0: Right. Now I will say, I will say, Big Fish and the show, they all shade the boost because they did pull the receipts where Young baby was acting similarly in the past and not just her, like other people have what?
1: Oh yeah, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Like, oh she back on her bullshit. Cause she right. did that to the uh to the, the mexican girl who was the best tattoo artist they had ever seen in
0: there yeah so i do you know big fish they did run the receipt and it was kind of like mm, well young baby you like i feel you but you were acting like this uh, towards people too in the past and i think it was somebody else today pulled up uh, donna donna had did that shit too at one point so it's like i feel y'all i do but at the same time y'all did do this shit in the past too
1: yeah, don't don't try to play that I'm stressed card. Nah, you know, you if that's the case, you stay stressed because you right. hoes always fighting,
0: right? You know, so it's like you know, I, I feel you, I feel you, I do. And I was thoroughly entertained that you did put hands and feet on her and warranted. I I get it, but you know, that the receipts are there. That's all. You know, that's it. You know, it's you know. But yeah, that's all. Uh, pretty much all I had. Um, for Black Ink, I think. Um. Yeah, I think we touched everything that was on Black Ink. And listen, get Sky the fuck up out of here from the previews next week. Listen, we listen, your son damn to put hands and feet on you. We don't care. With the receipts and the shit has been put on you that you ain't being one hundred about this situation with your damn sons. So miss me, like. Nice.
1: Yeah, I like yeah, like bye Sky, girl.
0: Yeah, you you still truly trash, Sky. Yep.
1: So things. Right.
0: So that's it for Black Ink. So, uh, you want to do married to medicine or real
1: housewives? Uh, I don't, uh, let's do married to medicine It's because it's only really one person that I want to drag. Um,
0: I think I know who might, I think I might know who it is.
1: I do. I'll I tell you, I am listen, Dr. Heavenly, you are in <laughs> highly favored as your name would suggest because Mariah should have put hands and feet on your stupid ass. And I mean that, I mean that from the bottom, I mean that from the deepest place in my heart that you are an old, coward-ass bitch who wants everybody to believe you on this spiritual journey, but you can't stop disrespecting this woman's mom who has never said a fucking word about you. Help me to understand that. Like, no, seriously, help me understand that. Like, that has been the highlight. Only two things really happened that, needed attention but before we could get there quad and uh so I love quad lord knows I do yeah. but she's a little dramatic lately and uh so her and her husband have like this couples group therapy you know about marriage or whatever and I feel like quad is kind of being a brat uh I am not a I'm, I'm not a medical professional I can't imagine the type of stress and strain it takes to open up a practice and practice be successful. Um, I can't imagine the type of money it takes to keep up Qua's lifestyle as well. Like, I'm not being funny. This woman went and bought herself a $170,000 custom truck for her birthday and didn't blink twice about the money. And I'm not saying that it's not all her money, but I'm for sure what I'm saying is it takes a lot to keep up that lifestyle. Even right. on both their parts, so for you to feel like he don't appreciate you and he don't this that and the third, I don't know that to be true because you got to work like a. If a woman could buy herself a hundred seventy thousand dollar truck, you got to imagine what she expects her husband to bring to the table. Yeah, and I'm not even saying that it's all about money, but we like the one thing about these shows is they reveal that a lot of these, the all the women on these shows, um are about status and money and being dressed in the finest clothes and the finest shoes and the best handbags and the nicest cars and the, and the, the the best wigs and shit like that. So I'm not saying that he shouldn't tell you verbally that he appreciates you, but I'm just saying he got to be clocking some hours to, to keep you accustomed to the lifestyle that you currently live in. Yeah. So that's the one thing, but, he did finally sh- shut his round face, pie face ass up and listen to Quad, let her vent, apologize, tell her he appreciated, he loves her and, and you know, gave her a hug and shit. And, then, and she would, and even then she's still like, like, we just going to see if my husband going to change. Like, you married a doctor, honey.
0: Yeah. Like, at that point, you have to see if he, you know, you like i get it but at that point you have to allow to see that if he is going to change now if you don't then you know you got some decisions to make but i feel like you have to allow to see it at that point and if not then you got your answer and then you got the, you know it's up to you to do what you have to do
1: yeah and uh dr Je- dr jackie and her husband are trying to work out their marriage and a lot of people are like i couldn't be me I like the one thing I appreciate about Married to Medicine is, between all the drama, you get to see some of the real life struggles they have. That's not related to other girls mm-hmm. because I it it has to be take a lot of strength and courage to publicly go through a cheating situation, publicly consider working it out or not. Publicly start, you know, getting back into communicating with the person that cheated on you. Like I, I commend Doctor Jackie because her allowing the cameras to chronicle this journey of a twenty-plus year marriage that hits this kind of rough spot. Um, I think it's, I think it's good to see, you know, that yeah. the power, of forgi- the power of forgiveness is there. It can happen if that's what you two choose to do. Yeah. And uh, Doctor Jackie's husband looks really remorseful as well. Uh, yeah. He
0: seems. I think that's key because you know the, the motherfucker nigga, you know anybody, but you know I, in this situation, a, a man like he could easily like not be remorseful and you know typical you know straight man shit like he don't see nothing wrong or you know or he apologizing but he's not really remorseful. He just wants what he lost back. Um, but I believe, like you said, he seems very sincere and, like, remorseful in what he did and putting her through that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But, uh, yeah. So, back to Dr. Heavenly. So, <laughs> at this pool party, at this 90s pool party that Dr. Contessa threw, Dr. Uh, Simone stirred up all this shit. And anyways, mm-hmm. it leads to Heavenly and Mariah getting into it. And after... Heavenly, set in that woman, mama face, damn near in tears, talking about she apologized. Please forgive me. I had no right to throw you in our pet bullshit. Please, please forgive me, please, Mariah, mama, please. <laughs> damn near, damn near in tears. This bitch gets mad and says, "Yo, mama!" Again, again, Dr. Heavenly, lady, bitch, ma'am, miss. <laughs> You've been talking about this fake-ass spiritual journey that you've been on to better yourself and learn how to handle yourself better and this, that, and the third, bitch. Every time you turn around, you are disrespecting this woman or na- this woman's mama on national TV who is still recovering from having a stroke and every chance you get, you disrespecting her mama, but don't understand why her mama didn't forgive you. Bitch, you was not sincere at all. Not even a little bit. You deserve your lip smacked off. And then in the previews for next week, she uh, she said she talks about the girl mama again.
0: You know, it's one of those things where I think I can't remember who it was, but it's one it's one of those we were talking. It was a similar situation, but it's one of those things where it is completely and perfectly logical and rational to have issue with Mariah because she is fucking Mariah. However, yeah. her mama ain't got nothing to do with it. No, not at all. He no. was wrong then. You're wrong now. And like you said from the previews, you're gonna continue to be wrong and bring her mama into the shit when your issue is with Mariah. And again, valid because it's Mariah. However, her mama ain't got nothing to do with it.
1: Correct. And that is dead ass how I feel about it. You can talk about Mariah without talking about Mariah's mom who is recovering from a stroke.
0: Right. And that's really the black ass bottom line.
1: And the other bottom line is that you deserve your ass beat because you keep trying it. Like, don't keep trying me about my mommy. You know she's not even 100% healthy. Like, what kind of fucking monster are you?
0: Right. Where's the spirituality? Heaven,
1: the next week it seems that Mariah gonna, well, tonight, should I say, Mariah gonna read her ass for filth and call her dusty and dirty. <laughs>
0: and, and you know what? Valid. Not one I would
1: Here for it. Um, That is, that's really all I had for Married to Medicine. But again, I just want to reiterate, don't be asked. don't if you're not sorry for something, you're just not sorry. Don't apologize. I can respect that more than you running around apologizing, damn near in tears, begging for forgiveness and you keep violating the person in the same fucking way. Why? Right. You trying to prove you on some some fantastic uh, Coolio spiritual voyage and shit and you're not changing. You shit. haven't changed. One shit. bit. Uh, her, One jawline, her, her
0: jawline look like Coolio.
1: You have not changed at all. Like, stop it. Just stop. Just, if you don't like Mariah and you want to talk shit about her, her mama, her kids, her husband, whatever, do that. But stop trying to apologize when people be like, you dead fucking wrong. Oh, Mariah's mama. You know, (laughs) I just, I had no right to talk about you and put you in some petty beef that we had. And I am so sorry.
0: Let's talk about the goodness of Jesus Christ.
1: Like, bitch, you better ATL stump your old crooked teeth ass on out my face. Perfect. Know that. you uh, should have her mama shoulda batted her in the head with the cane. With her stroke cane. <laughs> Get your ass away from me, bitch. Bop bop
0: <laughs> I can't stand you, I swear I can't. Uh uh-huh. Oh well, yes. Yeah. So Dr. <laughs> Hamlet's trash. Um I, what, what the fuck I don't know if we talked about it last week. But what the fuck is up with Dr. Contessa's nanny?
1: Um like she just I nailed Jones mama out of here. Uh-huh. Um this is the thing about professional relationships, they need to stay professional. And I mean that because uh, this is a fine example of what happens when you uh, try to mix business and pleasure and be friends with people that you employ to do a job. You should have never built that type of a bond with that woman she is not she is not kin to you. she is not family. y'all don't share no nothing like that. You pay that woman to do a job that woman should come and do that job and take her ass home. That woman don't have no business going to social events with you. She don't have no business attending parties with your with your friends. She should be taking care of those kids. And when it's time when you and your husband are home, she should be going home. End of discussion. Now you have you have blurred the lines. Now you paying to get cussed out and get shit thrown at you. Like that couldn't be me. I'll tell you that fucking much.
0: She she threw she threw that shit. She thought she was shady with the aim.
1: Couldn't be me. But
0: yeah, I think that's I think that's all I had. Um, I also th- th- I think I said this on a previous episode. I think it was because when we was talking about Portia and Canon, everybody, uh, when it was Cynthia talking about everybody, you know, I want to put the bullshit behind us. And I think I said it then like it's always the person that is not involved personally get mm-hmm. uh, that. Every, that wants everybody to kumbaya and move on and all that shit. Uh, Toy, Toya ass. Like, listen.
1: Toya needs some dick. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs>
0: that is actual and factual.
1: Let's but, get to the crux of that right now. She needs some sex and until uh, what's his name? Eugene dick her old dizzy ass down. She gonna be doing everything because she, she, she got too much pent up energy.
0: Right, because I was like, she's talking about well, I'm I'm gonna be Mariah's friend and if we can move on, y'all can move on. First of all, okay, congratulations, you want a cookie, that's fine. But as um was it, even though she started a mess at the party, doctor when Doctor Simone sat down with her, it's like, okay, Mariah said Mariah has extended people to forgive uh for people for her to forgive people. But she hasn't extended that for them to forgive her.
1: No, she hasn't.
0: And she hasn't taken accountability for the things that she has done. She is, she is wanting them to take accountability and for her to forgive them and move forward. But that works both ways. Like, you can't move forward if you're not taking accountability for your shit. And it's, it's not like they lying. Like, we literally, like they have the tapes. Like, they can pull the receipts. And they did. Uh, and it's like, you're not taking no accountability for what you have done to these ladies. So it's like, you and Toya done kumbaya, and God knows I don't know how, but Toya Mama was about to put, put hands and feet on you. But, <laughs> like, okay, good for y'all. Y'all have moved on kumbaya, all that good, then the third, but Toya's not these other ladies. These other ladies don't have to move at the pace that Toya does. These other ladies don't have to forgive you.
1: No, at all.
0: So it's like, that, and Toya trying to force it and then trying to shame the other women for not forgiving Mariah and making it seem like, well, y'all the reason we can't move forward. Well, actually, no, it's the person that you got told on your arm saying that this going to be your friend after you done damn near put him <laughs> uh, like a season ago, a couple of seasons ago or whatever. So it's like Toya, like you said, she she need until she gets some dick, she's going to be annoying like this for a while.
1: Yeah, I don't. uh yeah, like I, I wish I could disagree, but I, like, she literally has not uh apologized to a single person. It's like, even when I was talking about Quad, she was like Quad, you said some
0: mean things to each other, girl. Breaking up a little bit. Okay?
1: Oh, uh, she was like, she, she never apologized. She never even apologized to Quad. She was right. like, Quad we, we? <laughs> Quad, we said some mean things to each other, girl. No, bitch, that's not no apology. Like, and the one thing I respect about Quad is, Quad, like, I'm not sorry for nothing, so I'm not apologizing. It ain't right. no hard feelings. Just stay out of my face.
0: Right. Quad, <laughs> Quad, Qu- 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 like I said, you saw Quad, Qu- look at Quad Qu- goddamn dress. She was like, mmm.
1: She was, she was like, mmm, child, okay.
0: <laughs> she was like, couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah, but that's it for Mary to said So, Speaking of moving on and mess and shit, motherfucking Real Housewives of
1: Atlanta. (laughs) Oh.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Look, Real Housewives was a hot ass mess.
1: A hot, funky, junky
0: mess. You know what? We might as well pick up where the hell we left off. Speaking of people that can't take accountability for shit. Motherfucking Nene <laughs> Nene gonna set up this goddamn well, okay, first of all, we we skipping ahead of ourselves. So <laughs> Kim is back unfortunately, and I wanna know why why she hates us and why she keeps um putting herself out there and we don't we don't know her, we don't wanna know her, we don't like her, like we, we want her to leave school. Like I don't I don't understand why Kim's okay actually has to be a thing. Like if somebody can let me know from like if somebody lets me let I me mean, know, please help. But I don't understand why Kim's OCA yeah, still has to be on my TV with this Kim, whole. Was Kim you.
1: is Kim is only back because they got rid of Phaedra and they needed to put a face there. And the fact of the matter is, let me say this: what Phaedra did was despicable. Don't get me wrong. However, yeah. however, this season is drier than menopausal pussy without Phaedra Parks on there. This season. Phaedra has had some of the best read downs and shade I have ever seen in reality TV. Cause let's go to the infamous reading of Kenya when she told her that she went to a sperm bake and if she got pregnant, what she will know is that a pizza boy is that a man ejaculated in a cup so he could buy a medium pizza. Now check that. And then Phaedra turned around and read Todd for filth and said Candy wasn't giving him his allowance. And maybe he should go dig in the couch for some change and quit hounding her about the $10,000 that she owed him. Do you know how shady of a bitch you got to be to tell somebody to go dig in the couch for some change over money that they owe you? I was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like. Pedro
0: Pedro Pedro has had if not the best reason. She is absolutely trash for what she did to Candy. Uh, we have been consistent on that. Like That was despicable. But she, she she, added a level of entertainment to the show. And without her, it's pretty dry. And the sad part is, is that part of the reason that it's dry is because of some shit that she created and they let her go for. And now that she's gone, they keep talking about the shit that she did, but she's not there and the season is dry. You little low <laughs> like, oh, I said if little they little was local.
1: gonna keep, if they was gonna keep talking about this shit with her and Portia and Candy, they, they should have just let it. her. They should just let her stay. Like, and
0: especially like, if they were gonna keep Portia.
1: And Portia ain't brought. Listen, Portia hasn't brought shit to the season. Holy listen, I, shit!
0: Listen, I <laughs> Portia is a pretty girl. She's fine. I do enjoy looking at her on my TV screen. But with that said, that's it. She adds nothing to the You know you know, she's like she's like Malaysia on Basketball Wise. Mm. Pretty to look at as nothing else.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's all I that's like really all I have but for for Portia. She's cute.
0: Yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, I agree. They they brought Kim back because they needed something and, uh, and also Crow ain't working, so they needed a check. So
1: I'm so tired of Kim lying. So let's just go ahead and discuss
0: the uh the seance
1: or whatever. Nuh-uh. Let's discuss when her when Kim and Sheree met up for drinks and Nene was supposed to come and Nene ended up canceling on them and they got upset. First off, I'm not even trying to be funny because Nene gets on my nerves and she has been on my nerves a good part of the season. But what you won't take from Nene is the fact that She has made some money moves, okay, that don't have nothing to do with TV. Nene has opened up businesses and everything else. So to see them two sit up there and talk about how she rent her Rolls Royce or her Bentley or whatever the fuck, this is coming from a woman who got a lien on a house that she just finally finished getting built.
0: I know, right? Then coming from Sharae when you got a a prison (laughs) bank.
1: Well, Charee, the same. That's what I was talking about. Sheree. it's a lean on Chateau Sheree because she didn't pay the people. She didn't pay all oh. her the contractors.
0: Oh, 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 my bad.
1: Uh huh. Don't get me started on Kim because Kim, when you thought Croy was still gonna be a big shit in the NFL, you didn't want shit to do with reality TV. Now he can't buy a job in the NFL, and now you didn't ran back to reality TV. Bitch, you not low, but what you will need to stop doing is lying on them goddamn kids. I put this on my kids. I put this on my kids and be lying like a motherfucker. All right, I put this on my kids. Or? I put this on my kids. Like, you put everything on your kids. You even you even put some sex on your, your teenage daughter at the time for mm. some John Legend tickets. Mm. Stop putting shit on your kids, fucking weirdo. Mm. Stand on your own marriage. That's how you know your word don't mean shit, because you got to put everything on your kids. Right, you
0: like, are you a like rapper? The only people I know that put everything on their kids are rappers and niggas in the hood who always lie to you.
1: Yeah, and she she definitely always lies, so it's perfect for her. At that dinner, so after they got finished dragging Nene, well, let me take this back. Nene had a valid reason for not wanting to fuck with either one of them. Let me tell you that. Don't so Nene and Nene and Kim have always had an on and off again type of frenemy friendship, not really friends association type shit. Yeah. Sheree had no right to bring Kim to Nini's house without letting her know. One.
0: Yeah, I, that's valid. Yeah.
1: Two, we saw all this shit on social media with, about the bug incident, and did Kim not just sit her funky ass up there and tell Sheree that Nini had roaches in her house?
0: We saw that. That was a thing that happened. We but saw. she
1: swore up and down she ain't say nothing.
0: Look, mm-hmm. we, sure, you know how white women lie.
1: And then. Again, you brought your ass to Nene House breaking shit, throwing shit, causing a fucking scene.
0: Right. A fight that you legit started.
1: Yeah, you started it.
0: Because for all the shit that we talk about Kenya and how wrong and shady and all that and the third that she is, you did start that. You had no business to comment on that woman and her situation, especially when y'all, you don't even know her. You know what I mean? Like, like if y'all especially, knew each
1: other- be funny, split. but especially when the, you got Croy in a similar uh, you didn't meet Croy in an organic manner bitch you, you bought him at an auction Well, at a date auction baby don't act like you and Croy just met in the grocery store and fell in no fucking love bitch don't right. do that
0: right now check that
1: please check that but yeah Nene didn't want me to we'll meet up I we'll wouldn't want me to
0: meet huh? we'll up real quick why Why K- when uh, Faye said that she said, she said that like she was a villain in a Scooby Doo movie
1: she was
0: Beauregard. regard.
1: Now check that. It's like, whoa.
0: <laughs> but continue.
1: But yeah, and then I was like, okay. Mm. Yeah, so we get to this little <laughs> I don't know what it is, a little spiritual spiritual retreat or what the fuck ever that Nene playing for the girls. First of all, that lady do got some strong energy because she was making me uncomfortable.
0: Right, listen, that listen, my mama was on 10. I would like like you said, I felt that. I was like, this this seems I mm, like the her energy. I don't know. Like she 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 must be part Saiyan because she she emitting some very strong Super Saiyan aura right now and I just don't feel comfortable.
1: Yeah, she has some real strong rah, type energy. Like I was like, Oh two, right. let me tell you something. Don't invite me to shit where I got where I got to turn my phone over like I'm in prison. Uh,
0: yeah, I thought that was very weird. <laughs>
1: I am sorry, I got kids and shit. I don't I I don't give a fuck. It's just my phone. If I wanna have my phone in my hand, it's my fucking phone. Don't do that. Don't play with me. Like, like, like that. this commissary, my nigga? Like what? Is- <laughs> yeah, that, that bothered me. But um so uh can you read Kim for filth as you
0: absolute filth.
1: But when Kim told that woman she reached her higher being.
0: Listen, let me tell you something. When Kim, no, when Kim said that I that she herself, Kim Zolzak, was from a higher power and a higher plane. I fell off this goddamn bed. Do you hear me? Kim Zolzak said, I am more in tune with the spirits and the higher plane than you are, bitch. And you're not going to talk to me in no kind of way. I was like,
1: Kim. But when that woman told Kim that she looked like a Dixie cup. (laughs) Kim got mad. You supposed to be of a higher being, and you the me. And lady told her, "You get what you give."
0: Right. Now check that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, she didn't lie. I mean, hey, hey, when you do clownery, when you do clownery, the clown comes back. I mean, hey, you get what you give. But that woman told, listen, that woman, and you know what, Kenya. Kenya read her filth because she was disrupting the whole thing the entire time, having side conversation with Sheree, and it's just like I was just you know I was just like you know what Kenya, you a motherfucker in your own right, but goddamn if you ain't reading Kim and, and and as much as Kim may front, but can you get on the skin. Just as much as Kim get on the Kenya skin, Kenya get up get on the Kim skin because Kim like you could just see it in her face like she she really don't have nothing to say to Kenya and she can't really say nothing. And so she just like, just sitting there with the I eat the ass face.
1: She, um, one of the best parts of that whole thing was when Kenya looked her dead in her eyes and said, what is your problem with me? You have and a who problem with me. What do
0: you think you are?
1: You have a problem with me over some shit that had nothing to do with you and you could have stayed out of. But you jumped your ass in some shit between me and Sheree. And now you mad. And at Nene's house, you fucking started with me. I didn't say shit about your kid till you started with me. And then Cynthia jumped in and was like, that is true, Kim. And then Kim was like, be quiet, Cynthia. And Cynthia like, I don't gotta be quiet.
0: And I know, right? (laughs) I was like, and I was like, you know what? We do give Cynthia hell because she can't stand on her own and don't don't have no mind on her own either. But I was like, yeah, why 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 Cynthia gotta shut up? She telling the truth. You did you you, Kim Zoziac, started with Kenya for no goddamn reason. Yep. <laughs> so again, when you do clownery, the clown comes back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh but speaking of speaking of, but this is what I wanna say. So Nene's whole point for starting this shit was for everybody to clear the elephants in the room and clear all of the energy, and I get it, I get it. However, ma'am,
1: it's like you it's, told them women you was gonna talk to them at this event and then said I ain't got nothing to say.
0: Like, like Nene, what? Huh? That ain't. That's not the same. Like, can't wait say that's not the same thing. That's like somebody saying you're gonna give me some pussy. Never. That's not the same. Mm-mm. Like Nene, what? And I, I, <laughs> I like how. Was it Candy that said it was Candy or Porsche? One of the two. Port, I think it was even Candy or Porsche that brought that up. And it's like, how you have us bring our elephants, but you don't want to talk to us. And Nini tried to deflect and say, "Well, you and you and Candy, you two have some elephants on your own room." And motherfucking Candy said, "Well, you know, elephants live a long time." <laughs> <laughs> I was like Candy, goddamn it. Because <laughs> Candy tried to take over and like. Was like, well, you know, since Nene ain't gonna do shit, well, let me try to help out the the medium and the psychic and 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 kind of ease the room and shit. And Nini would try to deflect and say, well, you two got some issues to work out. And that goddamn Candy said, well, you know, elephants live a long time, honey. <laughs>
1: the the shit between Candy and Portia, that shit is never gonna change. So they have to stop expecting that, because that was some whole much. new other shit.
0: Pretty much, Candy has made it clear she is never gonna fuck with Portia, nor should she. She does. She is not obligated to. And Portia is never gonna fully take responsibility for her part in that bullshit. So you got a motherfucker that don't owe nobody an apology. You got a motherfucker that's not gonna take accountability and offer a sincere apology. I mean, what well, she has, but it's Portia has apologized, but she also hasn't taken accountability. And I don't. I don't I don't know how you reconcile that. So you so you got one person that apologized but still didn't take any responsibility, and then exactly. you got another person and you got the person that she did it to or had a hand in doing it to that's made it clear she's not gonna fuck with her, she's going to be cordial and keep the peace for the everybody else's sake, but she is never going to fuck with Portia on any level. So let the shit alone. Stop trying to force them to have that elephant in the room. Like Candace said, the elephants live a long time, and elephants remember a lot. So yeah, let the shit dead. Please. And especially Nini, Nene when again you said you were gonna talk to all these girls about the issues and then they ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> They're gonna sit up there and just let you just, she was just gonna sit up there and let them argue and then she was just gonna act like I, I don't need to say nothing. I'ma just what the issue is with y'all. the issue is y'all and y'all's issues, leave me out of it. Nene girl, what? <laughs> exactly. Well, that ain't how this shit works. That ain't how any of this works.
1: Yeah, like, she, are are
0: she you okay? Really no. Are you okay? No, the fuck you not. Uh, and speaking, speaking of, her and goddamn Sheree got into it over failing, baby.
1: Uh, Sheree is going extra hard over a nigga who charges you can look up on the goddamn computer. Bitch, bye. That's, that's all I have to say about that. Literally, bitch, bye. We can Google his charges, honey.
0: The internet is free.
1: That man is in jail for a reason, honey. Don't you dare sit up here and try to act like it ain't. Like, God damn it, you don't don't just be like, okay, my nigga, a felon, and what's up? And go on about your business. Well, his charges, he appealing, everybody appeal.
0: That's right. She really tried to make it seem like like, like it's, it's not that deep. And it's like, well, actually, since, yeah, it is. <laughs> exactly. Actually, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, it, it kind of, it's kind of a big deal.
1: So, so I was like, and then this conversation Kim had with Nene and like accused her of doing drugs. Bitch, ain't nobody on drugs. People just sick of you.
0: Pretty much. And like you know, it's bad when Nene leaks ass of all people. for you.
1: Yeah, I was just like, okay, girl. Right. But I want to talk about um, Kim implying Kim flat out saying that Candy and Todd tried to have a threesome with her and eat her
0: out and this that and the third. Started off the episode with that when she had that conversation with Sheree. <sighs> yeah, I, I know. Come yeah, come on with it, friend. Come on. Uh...
1: So, this thing that y'all straights do, where y'all assume that because a man or woman is bi or gay, that they want to fuck everybody they come across, it is disgusting. I am not trying to be even remotely funny when I say Candy had an opportunity, Candy and Ty had an opportunity to ban Portia 87 ways from tomorrow, and they turned her down do you really fucking believe that we believed that Candy and Todd wanted to eat your pussy, Kim Zolciak? Do you? Do you think we? Be, do you think we believe that? <laughs> do you think we, able-bodied, sound mind adults, believe that Candy Barres, who is fine in her own right, correct? And thicker than day-old grits.
0: Correct. I think that gets lost in the sauce sometimes, too.
1: We do forget how fine Candy is. Correct. Candy is a beautiful woman. Yes. Okay. And thicker than the lace on some of y'all wigs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You think that this woman who could have fucked another woman who is as fine or probably a little bit finer than her with the body of a goddess... Yes. would turn that down to try to eat your vagina and you look like uh, Patrick Swayze in drag from Two On Food. Mm-hmm. Answer me, bitch. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I want answers. Okay. I want answers oh shit I felt that <laughs> because y'all have truly got me fucked up
0: oh I felt that in my soul oh shit that, I that might be the show title I don't know
1: <laughs> Well, answer me bitch yes and, listen answer me bitch I need real answers ah. let me tell you something every bi and gay man and woman is not fiending to fuck every person that they come across sure, they sure in the fuck are not trying to fuck people that they consider friends. Do y'all get that? Do you do you not understand that that not only was you cool with Kim, she was cool with you before she did tardy for the party, then you never gave her a fucking dime for tardy for the party. Why the fuck would I want to eat somebody's pussy who owed me some fucking money? I mean, did you you is Kim Kim. I'm starting to think that you got uh the shit that football players got. Did Koi <laughs> pass that down to you? Wait,
0: nigga, did you just
1: say his CTE was hereditary? What? <laughs> ah, ah! What the hell is wrong with you? Do you have it? Have you taken some hits on the field, bitch? Because you sound fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, I could not believe the fucking nerve of Kim when she said that. I could not believe it. Like, I <clears throat> I thought, but I was hoping she was going to say, girl, you know I'm just joking. I was just being funny. And she was serious. She tried to, you know, eat my, huh, huh, huh. No, she didn't. No, she didn't, Kim. Because that thing been wide open for a lot of folks. It wouldn't have been hard to eat. <laughs> that thing been wide open since when you were sleeping with that married man, girl. Now, <laughs> take your ass home somewhere. You just, what you're not finna do, and you're not gonna ever do it. Like, I have a deep, something deep in my spirit just goes terribly awry <clears throat> when white women try it with black women. <laughs> They claim that they claim that Candy was uh trying to fuck Portia's best friend Shamia. Shamia finding the motherfucker, Portia finding the motherfucker, Candy finding the motherfucker. You are literally at the top, the bottom of the totem pole of fine for the whole cast, Kemp. Let's let's talk list, about this.
0: Let's let's. I mean, let's let's you,
1: you are the least finest one on that show.
0: You are the weakest link. Goodbye.
1: Like literally, it, I would say it's Kim, Nene, Marlo, and Marlo fine as hell too. So the fact that Marlo is this far down on the totem pole, Marlo, uh, then I would say it's a tie. After that, because Sheree, Kenya, Cynthia, Portia, and Candy are fucking gorgeous. Like yeah. if I like, I'm not even funny, but I feel like Real Housewives of Atlanta has the most physically attractive cast.
0: I agree. I mean, they don't—they so, don't say Georgia Peach for nothing.
1: Yeah, like that is—that's the most attractive cast of all the reality TV shows.
0: So, but yeah, Kim's also attractive. Like, she just—yeah, she. And I, I was like, and listen, I.
1: Kim, don't nobody want that little funky ass walleye. You got people your the fuck on somewhere.
0: Listen, goddamn candy. Like, when, when Candy went off on social media, like, I I, I text y'all. I was like, "Is did somebody have you?
1: I remember that. Yeah. He yeah I, a, I was I, like, Candy, girl, what, what? She pretty much oh, said, you lying ass bitch. Stop lying on, stop lying on your kid's bitch. I never tried to fuck you. I'm the queen. I'm the real D.A. And I saw an interview with Candy. I saw an interview with Candy, and I didn't realize it, but now I do. Candy is currently the longest uh consecutively uh running member on the show now. Nene, Sheree, and Kim have been on and off the show for years. Uh Phaedra's gone. Portia is fairly new. Uh yeah, Candy is the, the, the Queen Supreme of the show, honestly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yep. oh, I mean, hey, Kim, you uh you tried it.
1: And got you, cut you down got- the size.
0: Yeah, you tried to fuck out of it, and goddamn Candy real your ass. I was
1: like, I was like, ooh, Candy, Oh, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, listen, Dan retweeted her goddamn self. She right. meant, she meant business. Yeah, so, Candy had to now check that moment. Yeah, you know what? When you put that extra t- on the end of that, that's business is meant. Business is meant.
0: Right, because you know, with <laughs> black folks, we'll add an extra, uh, extra vowel so consonant, list on something in a minute.
1: Now check that. See what I'm saying? That's she meant business. Candy was not here to play with uh, Kim retarded ass. I'm not a, I'm I'm not a fan of Kim. I've always felt Kim was slightly racist, anyways. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was just the icing on the cake. <laughs>
1: Yep, and I also, also, I wanna, I wanna have a little flashback on this uh, episode, hey, remember when Lawrence was on there singing like he was in the opera, (sighs) I was like, Lawrence, Lord, Jesus, baby.
0: Oh, baby, what is you doing?
1: (laughs) <laughs> Little baby, come on now. Let my people go. That right. nigga went into that deep uh, vibrato and shit. I was like, oh, nigga went to a baritone. All oh, right. Oh, <laughs> oh, go go <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. All right. That is a goddamn no. All right.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. All
1: right. I love y'all. Wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much all all we have for tonight but um so next week we are going to um try to really pack it in we're gonna discuss some new shows um i mean, we're gonna uh jeremy and i both are gonna get caught up on little women atlanta yes um growing up hip-hop atlanta just started and it's only, like, going to be two or three episodes in, so Jeremy's going to watch that. I've been watching, so we'll discuss that. Um, And we're going to have the theater for you. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. But it looks like shit is about to get hectic on quite a few shows. So, yes. my whole body is ready, like a tingling sensation. Mm-hmm. And shit is ready. I'm like going
0: really to hear about Miami next week.
1: Mm-hmm. I am ready for that.
0: Ready.
1: Um, So, A couple interesting things did happen on social media. Uh, (laughs) So, apparently today, Ja Rule woke up 15 years later and said, let me start arguing with 50 Cent again.
0: Listen, first of all, I I didn't know Ja Rule was still with us, and I know he was in that five festival shit, and I forgot about that shit, so I didn't know he was still with us. Listen, let me tell you something. I know it's rooted in homophobia. I know, and I know it's wrong, and I felt bad when I laughed. But when that motherfucker said "tickle booty," that shit had me. I, I had I had to go to the bathroom at work. I had to go to the bathroom to laugh. I really did. I was like, I know this is homophobic. I know this is fucked up. But God damn, that shit had me crying.
1: Is this uh, it was like it was like ja Rule pulled the. You know, I just find it funny that right they, like, went back to a fifteen year old beef that they had and a beef that he lost really badly. Like. 50 50 ended his career. 50 ended his career with that beef. Why would you bring up a career-ending beef?
0: And first of all, with a nigga like 50, because 50 is petty as fuck.
1: 50 50 has treated his own kids like shit. Do you think that he won't wind up like a goddamn uh, toy and get back on your ass again?
0: Nigga. I just, I saw that I was like, oh, because at first I thought somebody had, I thought it was like an old tweet or something. No, that shit.
1: Was, I had to go to his ten. What the fuck going on here? I was like, uh.
0: did y'all rule in 50 in this economy in
1: 2018? Is it, I was like, oh my goodness. Is it 2003 again?
0: Right, right, right.
1: <laughs> I was about to put on Wankster. <laughs> like,
0: like, I, was about
1: to go, I was about to go find one of them G-Unit white beaters.
0: Right. Ja Rule just woke up and like, I have time today. I, I, I was, hey, I, mm, mm, I, good I, good, I, good. the hell look, everybody.
1: Yeah. And then, saw something else. This is, let, let's, mm, Quavo, Offset. Offset. Offset had a song lyric, and it said something about I don't mess with queers, I don't fuck with them queers, I don't get down with queers. Some, some weird shit like that. And when the gay community rose up like a choir on a Sunday to get in that ass, he he conveniently found out that the definition of queer can also mean weird or strange. Now let let me tell you something. Had this been anybody other than Offset, I might have allowed it. But Offset misspelled definition <laughs> when he typed that whole shit up. He spelled it shit. He spelled, he spelled he spelled it definition. And you know what really pissed me off about that? That definition had a red line under it, and he could have corrected it to definition, and he chose not to. So there is Are no t- way you're going to tell me that a nigga who can't spell the word definition, or even let autocorrect correct the <laughs> misspelled word for definition. This sincerity in to- your voice is killing took me. He's asked to Google and typed in "define queer" and got a definition that said strange adjective meaning strange or weird (laughs) you motherfucker (laughs) let me tell you what we're not gonna do if we know nothing else about the lgbtq community we know that they are some of the wittiest most adept astute people you will ever come across because a lot of slang in 2018 has roots Founded in the LGBTQ community Let's talk about it You are not going to Piss on this community's leg And tell them that you just poured Lemonade on it Queer for a long, that's just like Hold on, if that's the case, gay also means Happy, but when we say gay people We're not talking about happy people We're talking about a community Of people, so you're not going to sit up here And tell me that you said queer And meant strange or weird Because the word weird sounds very similar to queer. So you could have just used the word weird. Right. I don't fuck with no weirdos. Get from around me. You said queer. You meant gay people. If you could have gotten a, You thought you were going to get away with it because you, you thought you had something because initially, I'm sure that lyric had the F word in it. Right. And then somebody was like, oh, hey, my guy. And he was like, oh, 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 hold on. I'm going to just say queer. Yeah. They ain't going to get mad about that. And then I saw a lot of straight black people... Talking about why the gay is so sensitive. And excuse my terms. but I hate when they call people... I hate the, the gay thing. Like saying, you people, to black people. Right. Uh, why? What, uh, how, mm, how dare you tell a marginalized group of people what they can be fucking offended about when somebody is using g- gay slurs in their music? And I saw kind of ignorant questions like, what's the big deal about them caring about what somebody says in their music? The guys, people, niggas, black people, fucking idiots. Hello? Hi. Yes. Do we remember how when Trump first got into office we saw a rise in hate crimes? Because the leader of the free world made people feel comfortable enough to finally be open with their bigotry again. We saw Muslims being assaulted. We saw nooses being hung from trees and, and all kind of hate speech being spray paint spray painted on on shit and go back to your own country and fuck niggers and this, that, and that. We saw a rise of hate crimes when Trump took, took office after spewing hate speech for years while he campaigned. So how are you confused about why men making homophobic comments in their music could lead to hate crimes against the LGBTQ community, specifically the men and the trans trans women? Are y'all um, the fuck okay? Y'all um, fuck okay?
0: No, No, they're not. Um... And like I know we have a show where we you know, I mean, for God's sake, the name of our podcast was Ratchet Rambling. Um, but we never um take don't take an opportunity to talk about important issues. Um because one because this is our show and I mean hey Who we'll gonna check it? Right, who now check that. No, um check that. So that's one and then two, we definitely don't miss a chance to talk about important issues when there are issues that affect um us, we care about because you know black gays are a thing. We care about black shit and gay issues, trans issues, LGBTQ issues. In my opinion, are black issues because black people exist in those intersections. Like one of our, our, our great great friend Curtis, um, um, trans men and women that we follow and who graciously allow us um, cishet people in their spaces to learn and to um, absorb what they. Talk about in their experiences, uh, in their lives, and um, be better people um, towards them and towards and for ourselves. So we never don't take an opportunity to talk about these things. And it's I, I kind of stayed out of it um, because I, I oh, go, ahead, go ahead.
1: I didn't say very much on Twitter because it's like, but I did when somebody was like, "Well, what's the big deal about them saying blah blah blah?" And I did. I was like, guys, hate spreads really quickly. Like. Yeah
0: like the the, the 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 value the status quo and how we okay so here's the thing like for people that say cuz i think this came up um like when Chappelle did his stand up or whatever and people were like but what's i think i think it was i saw a tweet today that ties into this It's like the lgbt community don't want equality they want special treatment well okay let's unpack that a bit what is the status what is what is the equality because the equality is everybody gets jokes, quote-unquote, and everybody gets talked about, quote-unquote. Okay, let's unpack that a bit. When the status quo is everyone gets talked about, and you tie that to how marginalized people are treated, then the reason people don't want special treatment, they want the status quo to stop. And it doesn't. it's not specific for one group. That's why black people don't want us as black people, we don't want white people telling certain jokes or saying certain things because it keeps up the status quo, and the status quo is that your black ass life, my black ass life ain't valuable. You know, the same with women. Like, it's why women don't want certain things talked about by men, and why there is, you know, the Me Too movement, and like, women having a voice about the mistreatment that they have experienced for centuries, because it's challenging the status quo that, hey, this shit is not okay anymore. This shit is not okay to do. You know, men... You, you need to change. You should want to change to be better people and stop mistreating women so with gay people. The value, challenging the status quo that, hey, gay is weird, gay is bad, gay is all this, that, and the third, challenging that and challenging that raises the value of each of these marginalized groups' lives. And if you raise the value of their lives, then the status quo gets changed. And if you change the status quo, then everything gets better for different groups of people. So, yeah, you can't say, fucked up things about gay people and trans people, because that literally is adding to the status quo that, hey, their lives aren't valuable. They are weird. They are the problem. And like Canada said, the the value, the the more you devalue their lives and their experiences and their humanity, the easier it, tying it back to what can said, the easier it is for people to commit hate crimes. The easier it is for people to pass laws against them that strip them of their rights and their humanity. that That's part of the reason why it is so hard for Um, oftentimes trans women and oftentimes trans women or any of color to find work is because the status quo and value of their lives is so less than that they can't be their authentic selves with getting work being their authentic selves because the the status quo is that these people are weird. They are tricking men, quote unquote. They are going in different bathrooms and what about our kids and all this. So it lessens their life and their quality of life in this country. And so when you make head ass comments about them You're just adding to the problem, and it makes it harder for those people. So it's a bit more of hypersensitivity to that. And as black people, I feel like if anybody should be able to understand that, it's us. And especially towards other black people that fall in these intersections of these communities. And it's just so disappointing that you, whenever these issues and topics are brought up, so many black people drop the ball on this shit. It's just so disappointing to our own people. To other black gay people, to other black trans men and women. Like we dropped the ball willingly. Straight black people. We use we willingly drop the ball on these issues to people that look like us at these intersections and it's just so disappointing.
1: Yep. That's And so with that, uh stop being fucking dumb. Thank you.
0: Yeah. We say all that to say stop being dumb.
1: Then the last thing I saw on social media that I thought was interesting was this morning, uh comedian and actress Monique uh, got on Instagram and made a call to black people to boycott Netflix because uh, Netflix offered her uh, $500,000 to do a comedy stand up. And when she was like, Hey, my resume, um, she garnered me far more than the $500,000 uh, offer for, for a standup special. They told her, well, we don't look at resumes. She said, well, if you don't look at resumes, you know, you gave Amy Schumer $11 million for a standup. Then turned around and gave her $2 million more, and they said, well, we know that she'll get the engagement. We're looking for you not so much. Although we think you're a legend, we don't think your stand-up will do numbers on you know on our app. So you better take this $500,000 because that's all we're willing to offer you and run. And so Monique said that uh, Netflix was racial, racially biased and gender biased, and she was hoping that everybody would boycott Netflix and... Uh, I got a couple thoughts on that, because this is one of those things. Uh, so, I do believe that Monique is a legend in her own right in the in, on the comedy end of things. I also do believe that Monique is a good actress, because we saw her go from one end of the spectrum, a goofy mama in the Parkers, to Precious Mama in that yes. movie that I don't know the actual name of. I've just been calling it Precious for all this time.
0: Precious. It's Precious.
1: Okay. And um,
0: you won an Oscar for that, too, didn't
1: you? She did. She, she's an Academy Award winner. Yeah. Um, I do truly and wholeheartedly believe that Monique was blackballed, like she said she was, by Lee Daniels and Oprah. And this is why I don't put a lot of stock into Oprah because I know she's full of shit when she wants to be. Because we also saw Oprah blackball Ianla when Ianla didn't do what Oprah wanted her to do, and then they later made up and she needed Ianla for her network because Ianla Fix My Life was probably one of the higher-rated shows on, on network. Yeah. But for a long time, remember, we did not see Ianla whatsoever. When she lost Oprah's co-sign, Oprah did everything in her power to make sure Iyanla was left with scraps. So, yeah. I, you know, I, I, give Oprah her roses to an extent, maybe knock them down to carnations, because she does some shifty, shady shit herself. Uh, Monique was offered the role of Cookie in Empire but they wanted to pay her they wanted to severely underpay her and I'm not even being funny but I would love to know how much money Terrence Howard makes per episode and then I would love to know how much they offered Monique per episode to see if Monique was tripping or if Lee Daniels and these motherfuckers was really on some, some sucker shit because if Monique wasn't going to be making more than Terrence Howard, I don't want to hear shit nobody else has to say. Period, yeah. point blank. Because Terrence Howard is a terrible fucking actor. Okay, he always, man.
0: He played he played the same nigga in every movie,
1: Amen. in every
0: movie, TV, anything he does, he played the same nigga.
1: Amen. Terrence Howard is also a scumbag. Let's not get yeah. that he yeah. has a hands problem.
0: Yeah, let's not forget that.
1: If you know what I'm saying. Um, but I so here's the thing: as a comedian. I do feel that Monique should have been offered at the very least a low seven figure deal for a special on Netflix to get the to feel it out. And if it didn't do well, fine. Don't renew her for another special. If it did amazing, offer her some more money for another special. I feel like that would have been more than adequate. Five hundred thousand dollars, in my opinion, was a slap in the face, especially when you are paying Amy Schumer's thin lip, unfunny ass, thirteen million. And <clears throat> Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock are doing twenty million an episode. So, uh, yeah, they they kind of played her, but at the same time, she um is not been on the comedy circuit heavy. So I also understand Netflix apprehension. So it's like it's like a gray it's like a gray area in there somewhere. But I'm not I'm not boycotting Netflix because they gave us Stranger Things and Narcos. And they do play. They do pay black comedians. but we're gonna act like a, twenty million to Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, and you know. So, um, but
0: I, I saw that real quick, and then we, you know, get out of here because we don't want to piss off a boss man. Um, I will say this: I kind of pretty much stayed out of it. There was a good somebody. I can't remember who was it. Blaming it on my head, not not my heart. Um, there was someone that had a really good nuance thread about it on Twitter, um, but I can't remember who it was. Um, and I do think there was foul play at work with Monique. Um, I and I will say this: I don't. I you know I'll say I'll say this. Everybody want more money, man. Everybody, that, everybody that's listening to this podcast, me, Candace, every, everybody want more money. Um, and like I think this happened with um, was it Amy Schumer, Lena Dunham, one or the two. Well, it was that article that came out where they cherry picked something that her manager or her had renegotiated a contract that she got more money and they cherry picked it and made it seem like she compared herself to Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. And they kind of played it and cherry picked it because they knew that black folks, we don't fuck with her. And they kind of cherry picked it to be like, oh, this white woman that we know y'all don't fuck with said that she is the same as Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. And it's like when you actually read the article and see what she said or see what her agent negotiated, it was like, oh, well, that's not really what happened. She was just like, these are my pills. If they getting uh ten million, and if they both getting ten million, you know, let me get and I'm making a million. Shit, let me get two million. Like, let me like who don't want more money? So that's kind of how I think of this Monique situation um, and I'm probably going to talk we're probably going to talk about it on Crown of Collars uh, next week anyway and I go more in depth but that's kind of what it seemed like to me like putting the other stuff aside it's like hey who don't want more money you know um, but um, I don't have anything uh, to add and um, I thought uh, I think what you said was very poignant and uh, yeah I ain't bought got Netflix I just saying I, I ain't I'm sorry Monique I love you but I ain't boycotting Netflix <laughs> but yeah
1: yep yeah that's it for us this week uh we'll be back next week with some more ratchet ramblings hopefully we we'll be able to uh, hopefully we got a a, a guest for you you know a guest to bring on and discuss things and uh have a good weekend have a safe weekend if the weather's bad where you are be careful love on somebody get loved on yeah i'm gonna let jeremy uh give his last his out. my favorite saying from him
0: be a greater or not i hate a hate- hoe yes And we are out. Bye.